Welcome to Asked and Answered, the podcast series that answers all your questions on missions today. With me in the studio are Ron and Karis Pierce. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Hi. The question I have for you today is what does the outpouring of the Holy Spirit look like around the world? Well, it varies from place to place, country to country, time to time, all those sort of things. But there are some general trends or general signs that we look for when we go into an area. And that's what we're going to discuss today. What are some of those things that we look for? Well, number one, we look for something where people are excited. You know, you might say, well, I could be about anything. No, the, I'm talking about the things of, the, of, of God. And whereby you can sense an enthusiasm for what God is doing in their presence. And therefore, you listen to that and you try to boil down, is this human or is this a bubbling over of the Holy Spirit in their lives that talks about several things? One, that the believers are getting deeper in God, that the Word of God is being cherished more than ever before, that there is a aggressive amount of um, evangelism, discipleship. There are new believers. And probably the biggest one is that the unsaved are getting hungry and they are wanting to have the answers and they're wanting to know more. There's not that dull silence and everybody's just sort of carrying on with life. No, all of a sudden, questions are popping up, and seekers are coming to the forefront. Because they're watching. Well, they're, they're either watching or something's happened that's drawn them to that point. Now, you can say it's the Holy Spirit that's drawing them to that point. Yeah, but there's usually a catalyst. God does something around them, and it creates this hunger. And then all of a sudden it comes up. And sometimes the, the catalysts are, um, well, a, a disaster, COVID, mm -hmm. um, a disease. Um, you can get a hurricane, a, um, a cyclone. A, um, I'm just trying to think of some of the things out there that right. do it. Abject poverty, collapse of economies. And all of a sudden, people are starting to ask questions. Their normal religions, their ancient traditional religions, are not answering their questions. And they are looking. And that's why um, we look at those sort of factors in the, in the whole thing, just to see if there's something there that's going to spur on a growth spurt within the body of Christ. Is the body of Christ going to grow or is it growing? And if it's growing, what does it look like? So those are the things we look for. And I think one of the differences between... Uh, um a, a large move of the Holy Spirit and just a fleeting um, gathering together mm -hmm. is the hunger and the depth of the uh, the people. They yep. they want more. They exactly. want, and which leads into uh, the desire for more Bibles and exactly. the, the desperation for it. Yeah, when when we get a phone call and you got a guy a guy on the other end of the phone and he says uh, that Ron, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. And Ron, we need Bibles. And he doesn't say, I need a new suit. We need a bigger church building. Um, some right. of these other mm -hmm. things in the Western world that sort of speaks of, oh, the congregation must be growing because we got to build a bigger building. All right? Nothing like that. So what it is is they say, do you have any Bibles? Even just a few. Mm -hmm. How many can you give us? Um, that We're getting requests all the time. And so I just had this come in from Albania. And the brother there 
um, talked about the fact that there are people so hungry for copies of the Word of God, but they're not available right now. So that's when we're going to jump in and help. So the first thing that we do, as we've talked about before, Joy, is the fact that we listen for that request for Bibles, like Karis just said. And that is the first sign that we're going to get involved. After that, we can step in with some other things, pastoral support and um, monies for um, training, um, evangelistic outreaches, um, that sort of thing, even to bicycles and motorcycles and that. But the first hint that there's something is hunger, hunger by the believers, hunger by the unbelievers, um, a searching. That's the sort of thing. And I know very well that that is the moment that God starts to look down and says, aha, they're coming out of their lethargy. They're looking for me. I'm going to find them. Hmm. And that's what we want to find. We want to find those sorts of groups around the world. And we are finding them. Some such areas, um, I can even point to the ones that are really searching right now. Um, that would be Cuba. And people can say, Cuba? That's where we go for a holiday. No, no, yeah, it's true. But people are have had real rough times there with um, with, both with COVID and hunger and the economy, and I'll even go as far as saying the government and all of those things. Um, they've had real hard time, and they are searching for God. And then you can go to areas like Serbia with the Romani people. You can go to Albania's. You're going to go to India. And I was just talking last night to a brother there of an extremely large church planting outfit, mm -hmm. ministry. Yeah. And um, he was talking about, it's just popping up everywhere. People are being baptized. Last night at one o'clock in the morning, he sends me some more pictures of baptisms. He says they're happening every day. I just get this flood of pictures of people wanting to be baptized. And it's huge in numbers right now. Um, so that's what China is just like this machine rolling out. They need millions and millions of Bibles. Why? Hunger, disappointment with the government. They feel like they're in prison, the people as a whole. They can't, don't know who to trust. And, oh man, when I hear those sorts of words, that's searching. <laughs> um, Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, um, you can go to a lot of these countries right now, and you sense that God is really on the move in their people. And you're going to say, is it everybody? No, not everybody, but vast numbers, more than we've ever had before. Ethiopia, that I keep coming back to, that is an area whereby people are just turning to the Lord everywhere. Again, it's out of hunger. They're craving the Word of God. They need um, millions, millions of Bibles and New Testaments in the country today. They need them. And therefore, that's where we start in this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I think also the desperation and urgency to share the gospel with their family and their friends. They, they know that the time is short and they will do anything they can to, to share what they've discovered with their family and friends. Um, let me give a good example of that. That was excellent. Um, just recently in Ethiopia, there were a group of people, large group, huge group of people that had accepted the Lord. And they had evangelists that were going out and sharing the gospel with people. I'm not going to give too many details here um, for security's sake, but they were going out. And um, this large group of people didn't want the evangelist, the church planter, to go home. 
In fact, it was sort of like a forceful, please don't go home. Forceful kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it was a Christian kidnapping, so it's okay, it's okay. But it was that idea that we're imploring them. They were begging them, don't go home. And sort of like, well, why? I want to go home. I've been on the road now for the last three months. I want to see my family, etc. And they said, no, we've got friends. We've got relatives in other villages, and they are still in darkness. They still don't know the way to Jesus. They don't know that he is the promised Messiah. We've been looking and looking and looking for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years in our religious group, and we never found the answer. And they said, please, don't go. Wonder if they die before you get back. Hmm. And that sort of panic, that sort of please don't go because we have finally been convinced that we found the truth and we're concerned about our brothers and sisters and relatives and friends. We're, we're concerned about their eternal destiny. So, Ron, uh, they, you know, this one brother says, so, so, Ron, he says, we had to stay. We have to keep going. Mm -hmm. There's no option because they just keep coming and saying there are more people. The reality of that, in other words, it's an emotional, it's an intellectual thing. It's a totally being captivated by the lostness of mankind, grabs a hold of a people, and then we say, okay, they've got it. That's where we want to be at Empower and active in feeding that hunger. If you were to gather the different leaders of countries and, and get them together talking, it sounds like they would have similar stories to share. Exactly. The, the cultural differences, um, the language differences, they're always going to be there. Mm -hmm. But the essence of a revival, the essence of an outpouring of the Spirit, it's always the same. It's, and it's been that way since the book of Acts, and probably before that in the Old Testament as well, people searching for God. Mm -hmm. it, there are identifiable signs, but our problem is that we so quickly forget about the hunger. We, we get captivated by the things of this world. We're mesmerized by toys. And when the good times come, the easier times, um, we just wander from the Lord and this goes back to the children of Israel. This goes back to the Old Testament in the time of the kings and everything like that. This goes uh, to the prophets, and they were calling people back to God. Come on, you know, like, you, do you remember how God took care of us and all this? And the people just sort of are deaf, dull of hearing, as it says in Hebrews. And this is where we are at today in some areas. But there are these other areas and this is what I'm trying to encourage people with. Even in a time when the world today is going through a lot of turmoil and distress, there are these places around the world where there's a sensitivity to the voice of the Holy Spirit calling to the people, and they are responding. Their worlds are broken. And now we move in there with huge amounts of Scripture, saturating entire areas with the Word of God. And then you go in with other tools and things like that. The Spirit of God is working. You're just throwing gasoline on this spiritual fire that's mm -hmm. growing there. That is what we can do from afar. We do not take the credit for this. No. God caused the hunger. God's going to cause the fulfillment. He's going to feed them. We're just going to provide the food. It's like you always say, we lose our identity in the church. That's it. That's right? it. But it's so fun, Joy, to sit back <laughs> and watch this. It's, it's so much fun to sit there and say, okay, it's popped up over here. Mm -hmm. And then 
To he, wait for the next area. Oh, the next area. And they're coming quicker now. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 they're more diverse. And even within a country, this can be a revival within a revival, you know. So if you get in one area, you get an outpouring of the Spirit. And then you've got a certain group, like maybe the prisons of a certain country, whereby all of a sudden the prisoners are accepting the Lord in the midst of another revival. So it's levels mm-hmm. of revival that are going on. That's fun to see. And uh, the people that you would have never thought that we in missions sort of cast aside and say, oh, these people will never respond to the gospel. They've been hard for years and years and years. Now are coming alive. Prime example, Israel. Mm. And Israel, for almost 2,000 years, was like a rock. Oh, so hard. The whole issue of, of, of trying to find Jewish people that wanted to hear about the Messiah. Then all of a sudden, just a few years ago, the word went out, maybe Jesus was that Messiah. Maybe Isaiah 53 is true. And then it started. And in Israel today, there's a growing hunger to know who the Messiah is. And when they meet him, they're excited. Okay, well, there you have it, what the outpouring of the Holy Spirit looks like. And uh, there's absolutely hope for us here in North America hearing those stories. Thanks. Thanks.